Welcome to episode six of the What If Video Podcast. Today, we're going to have a conversation about infertility. I know you might be thinking, wait, Ashley, you guys just talked about infertility two episodes ago, and you're exactly right. Amy, one of my good friends, came on to share her infertility story, and after 10 years of not being able to have babies and praying and asking the Lord for that blessing, her and her husband Danny were blessed with three beautiful, sweet little babies. I love them so much, but I wanted to make sure that there was a part two to this because I know that everybody's story and everybody's journey didn't end up the way that Amy's did. I know that some of you have probably been praying for years and maybe you still don't have babies. Maybe you never were able to. Well, that's why I asked my sweet friend Christy to come on to share her incredible journey with infertility. Her and her husband have the most amazing marriage, and I just know that her story is going to leave you encouraged. So join me in the studio right now for this really special conversation. Christy, thank you so much for coming. Yeah, no problem. I was so excited when I was did the first infertility show with my friend Amy. I was thinking to myself, like, I can't just leave it at this because Amy's story, I think you had watched the program after 10 years and now they have three beautiful babies. Yeah. Um, but I know everybody's story isn't that. Everybody doesn't pray and God doesn't answer the prayer that way. And you and your husband, Aaron, have the coolest life ever. <laughs> so when I, th when I was doing the show with Amy, I thought, okay, she has to do this. Like, she can't say no to me. She has to do this. So I really appreciate you coming. I know it's, I don't know. We've not talked a lot about it. So I don't know if it's a hard topic for you to talk about or, or anything like that, but I'm just really yeah. grateful. I know it's going to help a lot of people. Yes. So. Well, and, and yeah, just to get to the punch, we do not have children. No. So there and you go. So the, the, the end cool. result is, uh, yeah, I think for years, um, my husband and I, uh, we, we got married at 24. We um, just always assumed, I think both of our lives, we just assumed we would have um, kids and that that would be the outcome that would come. Uh, and so I think we both sort of shaped our lives in that way too. Mm -hmm. Like we had, we had picked roles and jobs and like where we stayed was something a more practical place that we thought, oh, this is a great place to raise a family mm -hmm. or whatever that it was. And, um, and that was our plan. And so, yeah, we got married and I think like three years later we started trying and then it was probably about five years of of trying and not having results there um you know and it's one of those so fun things when people uh you go through all of the fertility testing and at the end they say we don't know like there was no answer it, there, it was everything was normal it looked all fine maybe some things were a little off but nothing where here was here like here was the reason here was the something and so uh so you know we went we went through those things and um and then there came to a point where we both just said we're good. Like if God wants it to happen, God can have it happen. But otherwise we aren't going to have our lives be determined by a predefined path that we assumed was ours. That's so good. And so instead let's make other paths and other things. And yeah, basically make all our friends jealous of how fun our lives are because we didn't go down the kid route that we assumed was yeah. going to be the way and, uh, and that, and just enjoy. So every time yeah. I call you, I'm like, wonder where she is, <laughs> wonder what she's doing because it's, I know it's going to be fabulous. It's going to be, I don't know if I go that far, but we, 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 we try, we, you do someone, you know, people say like, oh, you never go and 
I don't know, live like a tourist and wherever you are. And, and we, we do like if we, if there's something that's around that we want to go and see and be a part of, we do it because, um, those are the things you should do when you are child free and mm -hmm. that you can enjoy. And I think there's also, yeah, just a lot of opportunities of things that have opened up and that you are more free to do mm -hmm. because you don't have children. Absolutely. So, um, so no, it was a process to get there. It wasn't, and it certainly wasn't the life that both of us had thought was going to happen, but, um, it's a great one. Yeah. So, yeah. So leading up, like when you guys were getting engaged and all that, did you talk about having kids and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. So, okay. So you really, Oh yeah. Like thought. actually pre first date, I went <laughs> through not a surprising. series of questions <laughs> to ensure <laughs> we've been friends for five years, but we had never, you know, there's a difference between being friends and being like, will this be someone I'm interested in? You're like husband <laughs> in dating. Yes. We actually had, there's, we have a joke. It's like this, we had this one hike that we did and it was, he'd asked me out and I said, I don't know if I know you well enough. I have to ask you some questions in order to determine if this would be something you would One do. of my favorite people. And, um, and so we did a hike. It was like six hours and I just asked him question after question after question. And in there were questions like, what were, are your parenting styles? What would you expect to have with that? What are you expecting? Like, what's your timeline like? Like, tell me how you would balance family and work. Like how to, I mean, I asked him like so many <laughs> questions. What's the strengths and weaknesses of your parents' marriage? And what do you want in your own? How would you take your parenting styles and what has worked and what hasn't? Like we just went through it all. We, and the assumption for both of us was kids were always part of the equation. Yeah. So, um, so that was, yes, that was, uh, that was our pre first date interview. And yes, we did then cover that and other things. Um, and so, so that was just always part of life. Um, there came a point where, uh, we had, it was like, I don't know, five years into it. And we had gone through a few IUIs and it was the time of IVF and evaluating mm -hmm. where we had an IVF um, as the next step. And there's a lot of questions that come in at that time that you try to think about from, a, I don't know, just a lot of questions. Mm -hmm. And um, and for, I remember Aaron and I, we went to the appointment separately. We were coming from work from different places and we drove home separately. And when we got home, um, <clears throat> he is someone he would, I mean, he would be, an amazing dad. Like he is just meant to be a dad. I always thought he would be a dad and we get to the house and we had been following each other and he gets out and he said, let's go for a walk. And he, um, just said he'd been praying about it on the drive and thinking about it and that he could now see a different path. Wow. And in this path, he's like, I think I'm going to learn Spanish. I think I want to like, learn to sail. I'm going to learn, I'm going to like, he had this list of all these things that were like life aspirations that you always think that would be cool to do, but you never right. actually do them. And he said, I never expected this path, but I see the path and it's a really cool one. And let's figure out together how to make that path. He said, let's, you can evaluate and decide if this is what you want. But for him, he had reached the moment where he said, that's enough. If it's in God's plan, yeah. God can make it happen. But, um, but for the two of us, he could now see, he had thought his life was going to be, you know, being a soccer coach yeah. and being like being there for his kids and doing whatever. And now he does, um, he does mission trips. He's an engineer and he'll go out and do that and, and build cool buildings and help others. Or he will, you know, be a part of Bible studies and mentor guys from all different stages of life or whatever. But so it's just a, it's a different path that he's on. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was the first time where he could visualize it mm -hmm. and see it. And he told me like, I'm excited about it. I, it's not 
what I thought it was going right. to be, but I can do that. And I, and it's a good one. And so having his, that moment of his freedom in that mm -hmm. way allowed me to think in a different way too, and think like, well, okay, if, if that wasn't my path, what else would I do? And obviously part of that's being more free to, you know, invest in things that the Lord wants you to do. Mm -hmm. And it's also like, what are other things in your life that you just would, um, not pursue right. if you had, and you had to worry about taking care and raising yeah. up little kids and yeah. the rest of it. Like there's just um, more choices that you would have at Absolutely. that time. So yeah, that was- That's incredible. Yeah, I don't have time to go to the grocery store. So like, I, mean, <laughs> I, I, totally, I totally get that. But I think even for you, like just being friends over the past few years, like you have such a unique calling that I think that you've embraced so well. Like you're just that person that I know that I can call and you're, it's gonna be black and white. And sometimes I'm like, cool, <laughs> thanks. Like, but I, I feel like you have such wisdom and you have such like freedom. You're, you're so spiritually wise, spiritually strong. You're so much fun and you have such a unique gift. I know personally for me, like you've helped me in my marriage. You've helped me decide like, am I supposed to go back to school just cause I need a piece of paper? Like you've helped me with really important decisions that I just, couldn't wrap my mind around. So I just think that you have such a cool calling hmm. well, on your life also. And so I have so many thoughts. <laughs> so, okay. So when you guys found out that there wasn't something that you can pinpoint that was preventing it from happening. Correct. In my mind, and I could be very wrong because I did not go through this, but did that give some kind of like peace and comfort making you think that, okay, this is no. Maybe this could be, okay, no. <laughs> That's what I'm wondering, I'm like, is that or, better or worse or? It would, I'm a goal-oriented person. Okay. Like I want to have a problem and I want to okay, have a sense. solution at so, the end. Okay. And I want to have a path that gets yeah. me there. And when you have, and when you made your life in a way that you could, that, you know, I do these things, mm -hmm. I get this at the end. And in, okay, and when sense. it comes to fertility, that I mean, everyone's is different. Maybe for other people that would be comforting. For me, it was not. Mm -hmm. Because what that means is I've done all the steps and all the parts that I was mm -hmm. supposed to do. And at the end, I just have someone shrugging at me saying, who knows? Mm. And um, as opposed to saying, this is the cause, this is the, sometimes it just helps, I think, if you have like a, like a word that, yeah, that, that you know, sense. you can assign to someone saying, right. this is, this, this is, is why. why. Yeah. Um, uh, so no, like, at, especially at the time, it was just super frustrating. Sure. And um, yeah, cause it just wasn't. Uh, you don't have an answer. Yeah. Yeah. So it just felt very depressing. Mm -hmm. Like as I went through, actually one of the things that, that um, like we had moved to be closer to family mm -hmm. as a way to, cause we thought we'll have kids. Like mm -hmm. in life, both of us have been people that, you know, you, you have a goal, you, you work towards it, you achieve it. Mm -hmm. And so we, in our, our goals, we thought, okay, let's, let's, let's move to a place where it makes sense. You know, we'll be around family. It'll, it's, it's logical. We'll, right. we'll have it. And so suddenly I'm in this world that when you're in those, in a, in a place that is more practical for living expenses and whatever else mm -hmm. you, um, that along with it brings the baby showers, brings the soccer games, brings the, the school events, brings yeah. all the other things. Cause that's what your life is, is surrounding his family. Cause right. that was intentionally where we went. So when you go and you are told you have no answer for why at the same time, you have other people that is just happening and they're oh, yeah. there. It's just also mm -hmm. easy. Um, it, it is not a, uh, <clears throat> a comforting thing. Um, and for me, it was very hard because, um, because I'd always been someone that you could 
work towards something and mm -hmm. just achieve it. So yeah, um, my <laughs> husband I, and I had, when we had moved, I hadn't had the same as um, fulfilling of a job that I had picked because mm -hmm. I thought I, w I needed to focus on the fertility right. treatments. I need to focus on these other things. Mm -hmm. So that made, when that part of my life wasn't like moving in a direction that I wanted it to, that made the um, this other part mm -hmm. extremely dissatisfying right. and depressing. Um, Aaron, he would come home from work and mm -hmm. at the beginning he would say, like innocently ask me a question, like how was your day? And <laughs> there was one day where he comes home and he says that to me and I said, look, I need you to stop with the how was your day. My day was awful. Like, I don't want to tell you that I sat on the couch and I did nothing like when I should have been doing other things. Like he just came in the door like poor guy. Right. Like and I'd had jobs, but I they were like more part time and that does not work in my life. Yeah. Like I got to have something. Yeah. And so, you know, don't ask how my day was. You can or no. Wait, it was the opposite. It was he said, what did you do today? Oh. And I said, no. I don't I am not giving you a list of what I did today. I need you to say. Yeah, I messed that up, but it was how, how was, was your, your day? day? That because that yeah. I could work with yeah. and I could respond and be like, here were the things that went. Right. But when it was, what did you do? Yeah. I'm like, no, no, yeah. I, I, nothing, nothing. So, yes. yeah. So one day he did come home. He was ready with his how was your day question. And instead I handed him his revised cover letter and resume and told him that um, this life was not working for me and I needed to move. And I had re researched for him different um, firms and places around the nation. And we were going to evaluate because if this part of my life wasn't working, I needed the other part to improve because I couldn't control and like, that, and mm -hmm. that was part of it, right? Mm -hmm. And and um, yeah. and so I think uh, that was, I have a very sweet husband, a very patient guy who actually went with it and we, we evaluated and we moved and we moved actually to the Bay Area um, in San Francisco and which was a place neither one of us ever thought we would be. Mm -hmm. um, but it opened up other doors for me um, yeah. that allowed me to uh, just explore when it came to career and just options and things that you wouldn't do from a, um, from a, hey, this is the place where you want to raise your kids yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So, um, so no, it, it's been a journey mm -hmm. um, and it was a tough, there was tough moments in there of trying to figure out like, there's things you can't control and that's okay. Like, but then there's, there, there are other parts of your life that if you think about and um, adjust, then it allows for the things that are out of control to be okay. But if your whole life mm -hmm. is all about and focused on the things that you cannot control mm -hmm. and it just revolves around it and you just go to every, everything that you have is just a reminder of the things that are out of your yeah. control, then that it's makes so for a very unhappy yes. world that you are in. Yeah. And, um, and for me, that change for me was job and location. Mm -hmm. I think for other people, they have all kinds of things that they can yeah. focus on and change to then have your mindset not be all about that thing you can't have, which, yeah. um, and that was a really important change for, for me. And then for my husband and I, like, I think it just really helped us yeah. so that, so that when you saw me 10 years later, I'm just like, this is great. I have a great life. Right. Like I, I didn't know happy. you during that process. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> yes. That was the process to right. get me to where I am, where I think, yeah, I don't have a problem talking about it or, or, um, I think sharing the pain that it was because mm -hmm. I, because I took steps in the middle of it to focus on things that weren't all about that pain. And that really helped me to just, you know, your, your world doesn't become so narrow. Yeah. So. so were you a believer at this point? Yes. Okay. So what was your relationship 
with God like there? What were your feelings towards, was there anger? Was there frustration? Like what, how did you, how did you process through that? Because I feel like, like you're saying, it's so easy and I did it. I mean, you knew me, you did know me while I was going through that. While we were in our women's group together and I'm crying every time somebody gets pregnant, like, (laughs) like you knew me. (laughs) So like what, how did you process through that spiritually with God? Oh, there is a lot of, uh, like disappointment, frustration. Um, like what, what is the plan? Like, I think, you know, you would ask me before, like, what are, um, Bible verses that are, that are Mm -hmm. a part of that. Mm -hmm. And you just, you try to hold on to like, like you're supposed to have joy in all circumstances Mm -hmm. that goes on. You pray continually, like those sort of things. And so I think there were definitely moments in there where it felt more, this is what I know God has a plan. I know he loves me. I know he brought this amazing man into my life that I don't deserve. I know I have been blessed with so many other things in my life. Mm -hmm. Like I, I know that in my head and there's moments where I think you have to just believe that your heart will come along with it and just continue to trust. Like it wasn't easy. I, I, uh, I was, it it was very frustrating. Mm -hmm. Um, but ultimately like my heart had to catch up with what my brain knew. Like my brain knew God loved me and that that was there, but it was just really hard to make them talk to each other (laughs) in so many different circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you were talking about first Thessalonians 5, 16 and be joyful, always pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And I know that I've come back to that verse so many times. Um, the give thanks part for me, because like you're saying, like, I could be so narrow and just pinpoint in on this one thing that I can't have, Mm -hmm. whether that be getting married or having a baby or having a job or having my dreams fulfilled or, you know, any of the things like I can focus so, so much in on that. And there's so many other things that I could be thankful for. And like God's will has always been like such a big thing for me. Like you just pray, like, I want God's will for my life. I want God's will for my life. I want God's will. But like right here, it says, this, this is, this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus to be joyful, to pray, to give thanks in all circumstances, the good ones and the bad ones. And, and yeah. it is hard. Well, and I think sometimes people have one, <clears throat> when they say joyful in all circumstances, they just look at those circumstances, like, like they're, they're set. Like there's nothing mm-hmm. I can change about these circumstances. Mm-hmm. But I think what my experience has been is that there is always something you can change. It may not be the thing you can't control, but there's all these other things that are out there that help bring you that joy and that help that God has placed in your life that Mm -hmm. you can, it's not like a, like a set box. And this is the box and you were given this box and this is the only box you have. Like Mm -hmm. there is more than Mm -hmm. that. And so, um, and I think sometimes people are just frozen into saying, I need to give thanks in these circumstances. And it's like, you can change those circumstances and still give thanks. Like there's things you can do in there. So I think those, if for those that are going through it or struggling or whatever is to find out what those circumstances are that you can look Mm -hmm. at and still be joyful and be thankful and have all that. But also think to yourself, like what can help me find that, find that fulfillment in other ways. And then that really helps, I think also bring more of God's will become more and more apparent because he wants those things for you too, Mm -hmm. you know? So Mm -hmm. it ends up, I sort of lighting the path of whatever that different path might be. Mm -hmm. Um, And maybe it is at the end, great, you had kids and that's, that's a great thing. Right. Um, Or maybe it's the path that it worked out for Aaron and I, you know, like, and we're, 
we're happy with it. Like yeah. we would have been happy with that other one, but this is yes. a great one too. Yeah, so. and you do it so well. Thank you. You guys do it so. <laughs> I was telling you before. I think when we were putting our mics on, like you, if it, you weren't coming, I wasn't having anybody <laughs> because I can't imagine. I'm sure there's other people out there, but I can't imagine somebody doing it as well as you as you guys do. I think it is a it for us it is a very intentional <clears throat> thing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Aaron the other day or recently he got himself a truck and it's a it's a 1972 Chevy. It's 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 a three seater mm -hmm. bucket seat and sometimes he'll go up and he'll take the mirror and he'll he'll adjust it and it'll come off in his hand, right? So and this is his main driving vehicle. Like he doesn't have this is not his like one on the side that he just right. works on. Like if it doesn't work, he, he can't drive. And if he has more than three people, he can't okay. drive, <laughs> like whatever else. Like this is his vehicle. And we looked at it and we're like, no, you need to get that. And the reason you do is because you're not a dad. Yeah. So you don't have to have the whole back <laughs> right, full the car of seat all of the, the car seats yeah. and everything else. Yeah. If you want the truck that everyone goes and says, why did you get that old truck? You get the truck, like that's what you yeah. get, you know? So yeah. those sort of things have been very intentional with our life choices as well to say, even if it's something like, what vehicle do you buy? We're like, if we have people that are coming in to visit us, which we host a lot, mm -hmm. we'll rent a car of whatever size they are because yeah. we don't need to can. change our lives to that size. We want the truck that is, yeah. that I can like move next to them on the bucket seat, <laughs> on the bench seat and move the across, seat. you know? Like yes. That's, that's what we want. So yes. that's what we get. Yes. So I love yeah. that. I love yeah. that. So we've been in multiple like women's groups and stuff together. <clears throat> and I know for me, like what going through the journey, going to buy like baby shower gifts and being in those women's groups and talking about all the mom things and mm -hmm. like I would leave so many times on our after our Monday night groups in tears like I could put on the front there but when I left I would be dying inside so how help us what do you like what do you think besides I know that you've talked about like you've embraced the change but when you're sitting in those moments you know what I mean yeah. like what how can we help people so I would, for, for me, if I was back yeah. where it was a very tough time, yeah. like at this moment in my life, I have embraced it. Right. It is, it is, it is fine. I'm so sorry. You're covered in poop and throw up and whatever, <laughs> thing, whatever is on my pants right I, now. Yes, we're talking what, about. Exactly. Whatever is on, I'm so sorry for what is <laughs> what on your pants is. right now. Um, I don't have that on mine and I'm okay. Yeah. yeah. So that works just fine right. for me. And I have moved in my evolution to get to that point where I'm like, what oh, is so sad? <laughs> my pants are clean. Yeah. So <laughs> we've come to that point. But when it, and when it was the start, I think, um, <clears throat> People, people naturally want to figure out commonalities. They want to figure mm -hmm. out like, what do we have in common that I get? So the first questions are always, do you have kids? Are you going to have kids? Where are you going to have kids? Mm -hmm. And let's talk about all my stresses with kids or my joys with kids or whatever that there is. Um, and I think it's really important to just hesitate at that moment and figure out if there's other questions you can ask That's of so like, good. what's, yeah. what excites you about your life right now? Like what's going on? Like just some general questions that can kind of get you started on a different yeah. different path, I think can really help people as yeah. they go. Um, and no, when it comes to the rest, um, 
uh, Aaron and I joke, we make friends with people that are way younger than us and way older than us because they can have complete conversations. And everyone in the middle, they're just like in toddler phase. So you just have to kind of like be okay with that, but just like, you know, adjust your life. Right. So we kind of, we just joke that we just like jump in and out of relationships, but he and I are constant and we have a so great good. time and everyone else is in a different life phase than us. And we might be friends with people that have no children yet and they're just starting out and that's a relationship or yeah, those that their kids are in high school, whatever. And in between, he and I are traveling, he and I are exploring, we're doing whatever and it's okay. Like yeah. this is a different path that most people don't have. Um, and I'm not expecting to have someone that I have every single thing in common with. But I think when I go into a woman's group and I'm with all the moms is there's always something I have in common, mm -hmm. even if it's laughing at whatever is on their pants. Like, yeah, we can laugh yes. about that yes. and, and move on. Cause there's, yeah. there's things. So yeah, yeah, that's sort of how I've adapted with it. But I think it is really important to be aware and think of ways that you can yeah. find commonalities without just assuming you must have kids right? or be doing it any moment. Yeah. So. And I think for me, just having kids so much later in life, yeah. I, and getting married so much later in life. Like that's something that I don't ask people mm -hmm. because it hurt me so badly when people would ask me, you know, like, I'm like, is that all you care about? Like, just cause I'm a female, like, and we're married and we're Christians, well, like we're not, supposed right? to do it. It's yeah. not, it's just that no. people are trying to find commonalities. Right. They're yes. trying to figure it out. And I think I had to come to that, re that realization. Yeah. Like there, it isn't an intentional, it's just, they're just trying, yeah. like they're picking it, doing a conversation and they start with something. It actually is an entertaining when you don't have children because they go down the path of, um, they start with kids, I say no. Then they say, do you have pets? I say, no, <laughs> I don't. Then they move on and it's like the desperate one of, um, well, have you been on vacation recently? No. <laughs> that one, I'm like, yes. You can say. We can do something with that. But they're like trying down the path because they just want to connect. So it's yeah. about connecting. It is. People. It yeah. is. And that's an okay thing. Yeah. And I just have to, I've just come to a point where I kind of guide them mm -hmm. towards the, no, I don't, I don't have kids or pets, but man, do I have a good time? Let me tell you about what we just and did. You're so good at that. <laughs> we'll you're just so move on. Yes. They're just trying, yeah, you know? So are. I think um, moving past a feeling of, they're, this is hurting me to, mm -hmm. they're just, they're just trying to connect with me and mm -hmm. I just have to help them because I'm not in a traditional path and that's okay. That's so good. So that's my, that's so good. My method. I love that. So, so embracing the life that you have, mm -hmm. changing the circumstances that you can change. Yeah. And just cutting the awkward conversations and shooting to the black and white point like you do so yeah. well. Is there any one other quick thing that you could think of that you'd want to no, leave with people? Those I, are I really think good. It, yeah. Just being joyful. Yeah being joyful in all circumstances. Yeah. Thank you so much. I'm forever grateful for you coming and sharing. I appreciate you. I love you and Erin dearly, and you guys are such great examples. Our pleasure. Thank you. We would love to connect with you. Follow us on social media at What If Video Podcast or check out our website by visiting ashleylmcclain.com. You can see what's coming up on What If, submit your What If questions, read Ashley's blog, and so much more. We can't wait to connect with you. Okay, don't you want to be like Christy? I know I said that so many times during this show, but I tell her that every time I hang out with her. She is such an incredible human being. And honestly, like I have been friends with her for a while, but this is the first time that she's really shared most of her infertility journey. I just knew that they didn't have kids but they had the coolest marriage and life ever. Every time I talk to her, she's some more fabulous. So I hope that 
if maybe infertility is something that you're struggling with, or maybe you're like Christy and Aaron and you know, you thought and you talked about and you planned and you you thought your story was going to, you know, involve kids and being parents and and it didn't and it doesn't look like that for you. I hope that the things that Christy said change the things that you can change and she just gave so many incredible points and I hope that her story encouraged you. If you are going through infertility, I would be so honored to pray with you. I'm sure Christy would too. You can email us. You can visit the website. We've got contact forms in there. I'd be so honored to pray with you. So I hope that you leave today encouraged. I hope that you feel blessed. And I hope that you will join us next time on the What If Video Podcast. 